Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret School, Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is the Daily Thistle for Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. This is Holy Week. Graduation countdown is at 51 days. On the river today, the sun rises at 6.35 a.m. and sets at 7.42 p.m. It will be a waxing gibbous moon with 82% illumination. Low tide will be at 6.27 a.m. and high tide at 12.04 p.m. Low tide returns at 6.56 p.m. Southwesterly winds at 5 to 10 knots, increasing to 10 to 15 knots, with gusts up to 20 knots in the afternoon. Waves less than one foot and light chopping, increasing to one to two feet in the afternoon. Partly to mostly cloudy skies with a high near 85. Arriving on campus yesterday was a pontoon boat and another pontoon swimming platform. As spring arrives, Mr. Bell is loading up the shoreline with everything from jet skis to solar powered boats that some of his students are building. We joined Izzy for a walk around yesterday's track meet over Northumberland High School. Here's Izzy and some team members. How's the track meet going so far? Um, the track meet is going really well. I actually hit my PR in discus and shot put, so I'm really excited. How do you think St. Margaret's track is going so far this year? I definitely think this is a great season and it's going to be an even better one. And this is my first time doing track and I just feel like I've already built a home and it's just so fun with our seniors, Gabby, Lake, and Mide just leading us through everything. It's just amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the coaching this year for St. Margaret's? I definitely feel like it's better. And like for me, like she's one of probably the best coaches I've ever had, especially for example, like in the shot put, I just was so angry and I got frustrated and she told me, you know what, use this anger. You want to be angry, use it on the other one. So I did because I was angry. So I feel like she's really encouraging and like, like usually coaches just let you, oh, you did good, but you know, you can do better, but you did really good. But I feel like she really uses it and knows your limits and knows that you can push past what it is. So I really appreciate her and I think she should continue coaching here. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Coach Sheena is our biggest supporter. Any meet, she's always there taking pictures, supporting us, encouraging us consistently. It's like she's doing it all in one, like being a coach, parent, everything. We think like, Coach Tina is our biggest supporter and we really appreciate her. I think Coach Tina is absolutely the best coach I've ever had in all my different schools. Like I've never experienced a coach that's made me feel so loved and felt so comfortable. I feel like I can talk to her about anything. She encourages me and pushes me to do my best and I genuinely think she is the best thing I've ever had in the track season. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Mide and Lake, how do you think track can be improved this year or in the upcoming years? I'd say as a team, like us people, we work with what we have. I'd say we have more resources and um, connections and accessibilities just to have like coaches and um, and um, more like uh, shot put ring and different things like that. What about you, Lake? Um, I definitely think that, you know, while some things could improve, I think we're doing very well overall as a team. We have a lot of people going to states this year for the yeah. past, um, I think, two years or so. It's only been me and me day, so I'm really excited to see, you know, a whole team actually going to states. And, you know, I'm really proud of us overall. So, yeah. What do you think is going well so far this year for track? 
Um, honestly, I think it's the people. Like, the energy is up. Like, one thing about, like, although we might not have, like, a track, we might not have a, a ring, we still work with what we have, and we have fun while doing it. Like, there's not a boring day at practice. There's not a boring track meet. There's not a boring bus ride. There's always something going on. Like, for example, today, I threw the discus at the pole, and we all laughed about it. And um, some people rolled in the sand for a long jump. It was just, like, stuff like that. It's like, Third we all grow, and we're learning, we're learning and growing Third as a team. And it's really fun to see. Really In news from the BBC. BBC News with Justine Green. President Biden has for the first time accused the Russian President Vladimir Putin of committing genocide in Ukraine. He said Mr Putin was trying to eradicate even the idea of being a Ukrainian. Russia has denied targeting civilians. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky said Mr Biden's comments were true words of a true leader. Ukraine says the security situation is so bad there will be no safe corridors to remove civilians from danger today. The Deputy Prime Minister alleges that the Russians are blocking routes out of the Mariupol region and flouting a ceasefire at Luhansk. The presidents of Poland and the three Baltic countries are travelling to Kyiv for talks with their Ukrainian counterpart. But the German president, Frank-Walter Steinmeier, cancelled plans to join the visit after Ukraine said he was not welcome. Some residents of the Chinese megacity of Shanghai are now being allowed to go outside during the strict coronavirus lockdown. But authorities have warned people they'll be treated forcefully if they don't comply with the rules. Many are still confined at home and may not even break the seals on their doors. At least 56 people have died in the Philippines after tropical storm Meigi swept through parts of the archipelago. Strong winds and heavy rain are encumbering efforts to reach thousands of stranded people. A day after Sri Lanka suspended all international debt repayments, its central bank has urged Sri Lankans overseas to send money home. The bank said the foreign exchange was urgently needed to fund fuel and food. The island is reeling under a severe economic crisis. Palestinian officials say a Palestinian man has died after being shot by Israeli forces in Nablus in the occupied West Bank. They're conducting security operations in response to a wave of attacks in Israel. Dozens more Palestinians are said to have been injured. BBC News.
on Broadway But that was so many years ago Before we all lived here in Florida Before the Mafia took over Mexico There are not many who remember They say a handful still survive Remember, you are listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River here on the campus of St. Margaret School in Rappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this was your daily epistle. As you grow in age, may you grow in grace.